Welcome to ATRA, Voices from the Field. This sustainable agriculture podcast is presented by the National Center for Appropriate Technology with support from USDA Rural Business Cooperative. Welcome to ATRA's Voices from the Field podcast. Uh, I'm Kevin Ellis, a sustainable agriculture specialist for NCAT, and today I'm coming to you from the Texas Hispanic Farmer and Rancher Conference in McAllen, Texas. Uh, I'm joined by Juan Ragosa and Joy Kadnowski. Um, they had a presentation yesterday on a different kind of marketing channel that small farmers uh, can directly sell to businesses or institutions. So um, I want to start off with, uh, with you, Juan. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your uh, farm to health program, how it started, um, what, what it cur- currently um, uh, covers, uh, how does it work? Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you. Uh, it started uh, from a collaboration between the university, the hospital, and also NCAT uh, collaborated, uh, kind of like helping me putting the agreement together. They joined us during the meetings, uh, the initial meetings with the hospital. Um, and so that's how we started. It, it all started just in a conversation between a professor at the university and a doctor at the hospital, just talking about the needs of uh, educating the community here about eating healthier and also the medical community. And from there, uh, you know, they, they approached me. We had s- several meetings for planning, and we launched it as a pilot program, and that's how we how we started. Right. We're still uh, doing it for the third year, and looking forward to to do it for so many more years to come. Good deal. About about how many or well, how many orders do you fill? It started with uh, fifty okay. fifty uh, bags, and we have maintained it like that. Um, we have considered increasing it but right now the logistics at the hospital i mean they're already too busy with so many things that uh that's all they can do 50 and i mean we, we are grateful with for those 50 bags right now right right well what all kind of goes into those bags like what would you what would a normal order kind of look like well it varies with the season uh it starts with having some hot weather crops like tomatoes eggplant peppers squashes cucumbers and then as it starts getting a little uh, cooler, we start seeing a lot of greens, sometimes too many greens that people is like, <laughs> I don't want more green. But, um, yeah, so it changes. And, I mean, something that is great is, like, uh, they don't tell us what to grow. We grow what we can, and they take what we produce. Awesome. So that's very helpful for us. Okay. Um, do you collaborate with other farmers as far as putting things in, um, like other crops, maybe like citrus or something like that? Or Yes. On the first season, uh, about 11 farmers also collaborated. Uh, I produce most of the, the uh, vegetables on the bags, but also we work with some f- uh, farmers. So the first year, about 11 farmers. Last year, we didn't have as many but we always try to include, uh, like, if they come in and say, hey, I have this, and, and, you know, we can use it, then we, we include it. Awesome. Um, I guess uh, as, a, as a farmer, um, having this kind of weekly, I don't know if it, you'd call it a contract, but having that outlet, uh, what, what are some of the advantages of having that um, uh, kind of readily available? Or what do you like about this program as the farmer? Well... Of course, uh, the fact that it's uh, already pre-sold, uh, I don't have to worry about market, marketing the product. And I mean, this program, the hospital is super supportive. 
they are pretty much just receiving the bags. They take all the burden of trying to place the bags, advertise for it. They even buy the bags where the, the produce goes. So I think it's a, a great support from this institution. Uh, in this case, we love the fact that, like I said, it's already pre-sold. Right. And, and then they they give me a, like a down payment to start, and that allows me to buy my soil amendments and seeds, things that I need, so I can start strong the season and right. do better. So the, I've got a question for you. Do you... Uh, the employees who get the bags, do they then pay the hospital, or does the hospital cover the price of it? Uh, they pay the hospital. So okay. they even do, like, pay deduction. Got it. The paycheck so deduction. you only have to work with the hospital. You don't have to work with the Right, okay, right. So, which is completely different with my other small CSA. You know, we have to be calling. People forget. And every CSA, uh, people forget to pick up their right. bags. So we don't even have to worry about that. Nice. It, it's, it's For us, it's super good. Okay. Yes. Awesome. And I guess that kind of ties into Joy um, with the Sustainable Food Center. Y'all kind of act as the, the planner and the in intermediary between um, both the farmer and kind of the end buyer. Can you tell me about y y'all's uh, part? Of, sure. Yeah. yeah. And just uh, So Sustainable Food Center is a nonprofit organization located in Austin, so a little bit farther north here than McAllen. Uh, and our whole mission is to cultivate a healthy community and support a local food system and also increase access to nutritious, affordable food. And so we do that through three mo main program areas. We help people grow food, backyard, school gardens, individual family gardens. Uh, we also teach healthy cooking classes. All of our programming is done in English and in Spanish. Uh, and we use community members who we train to deliver the training. So it's not really us. We use more of a promotora model to uh, deliver the education. And then for our um, third kind of prong of our programming is uh, called Farm Direct. And so we're really trying to work connecting farmers directly to consumers. And we do that through farmers markets and then also something called Farm to Work. And Farm to Work started probably about 10 years ago now. And it was really a conversation with uh, an employee who worked at Sustainable Food Center at the time and um, a colleague who worked at Department of State Health Services. And similar to Juan, the, the health care, they were really interested in getting their employees to eat healthier food. And um, SFC was interested in finding additional market channels for farmers. And so we said, hey, could we do something where the farmer drops off the produce to the place of work? So fast forward 10 years uh, to today, we have about 40 to 45 work sites between the cities of Austin, San Antonio, and Houston, working with a plethora of work sites. Some of them are, are public sector, state offices. Some of them are private sector. They have different size um, you know, workforces. And then what we do is work with the farmers in that particular region to see if they're interested in becoming part of the program, and then they would be matched with a work site. Um, you know, some, some farmers have larger capacity, so they could be matched with a larger work site. And then there's an online um, website that each employee for the, for the work site, they have their individual work site page where they go on, they can order a basket using a credit card, they put in the order, and then on the other side, the farmer gets gets the printout of how many baskets have been ordered, and then he or she can pick or, or plan to to pack those bags and then deliver them at the work site. And that happens either once, usually once a week or sometimes every other week. 
Great. Um, have there really been any problems, I guess, or, or concerns on either side of the equation that y'all have had to work through? Because um, I'm sure it's a lot of moving parts all at once. It, so. it is. And there's always, I think even though we've been doing it for a long time, I feel like we're still learning. And I actually had a chance to talk with um, Pedro, who is a farmer in Seguin, Texas, who did farm to work years and years ago. And he was selling to San Antonio, and I said, oh, you're not doing farm to work anymore today. And I asked him, you know, why Why did you stop? And he said, well, the, the work site that we were delivering to, they seemed to lose interest. So I think there's, you know, as Sustainable Food Center, I think what we're looking and we're going through a big evaluation of the project right now is how can we support the work sites to keep the momentum going. We're putting together a toolkit now that like the coordinator at the work site can use to promote. How can we help them? And then at the same time, how can we, if, if the baskets start decreasing, you know, how can how can we either get those baskets back up or say to the work site, mm, this may be not work out. We need to find a new a new market channel for this farmer. Right. And something else we've talked about and Pedro had a good idea too is, you know, people always want variety for in their baskets. And um, sometimes that can be difficult with if you're working with one farmer. You know, I know, Juan, you said you grow 13 different types of things, and that's amazing. That, yeah. that is so incredible. And um, what we found is, like you said, some people, they get tired of greens week after week. And so is there a way that farmers can either collaborate with what they're growing, so maybe we're sourcing from several farmers for one work site. Or Pedro even had the idea today when I was talking to him, what if he were the kind of the main point of contact farmer, and then he was working with other farmers who sold to him for that variety. Mm. Now that brings in, you'd have to put kind of some control mechanisms on there to make sure that everything was indeed coming from the farms that you were saying they were. Um, But I think, you know, I think it's a, I mean, I think it's a really great way to get, again, healthy food into people's mouths in a really simple um, pretty pretty easy way. Not everybody can go to a farmer's market, and this way they can get their veggies delivered right to their place of work. And then for the farmer, a lot of times he or she is coming into town doing deliveries elsewhere at restaurants, things like that. And so if we can coordinate that, it's just kind of adding one more, again, one more market channel um, and helping them, you know, grow and sustain their business. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you all both for sitting down. Um, I guess I'll kind of go around, but uh, one, is there a, any place that people want to see pictures of your farm? I've been out there myself, and it's fantastic. Is Do you have, like, a Facebook or um, any kind of um, website or anything? Or? Yes, we have a Facebook, and we have a website, and uh, and then we, we have a type of app. It's more like a mobile-friendly uh, website, and in there... People can see what's going to be on that week on the back. And then there is, it shows them the list of vegetables that is going to be there. Then they can click on that vegetable and see uh, a picture of the vegetable, some recipes and um, nutritional content, and even sometimes some uh, fun facts come in there. It's a free app. Uh, actually, Robert from Encat uh, oh, okay. sent me the link. So I would recommend that to... Any farmers that have a CSA, because it's, it's a, well, I hope still free, but uh, it's, it was not that hard to put together. You just customize it to your farm. You put your logo, and, and it has already preloaded a lot of the information, which is great. But that's what we have as a marketing tool right now on, on, on the media. Awesome. Great. Yeah, and Joy, if people want to check out the Sustainable Food Center, where, where would they go to do that? Sure. Our website is sustainablefoodcenter.org, all one word. 
We are on Facebook, so you can just search us there. And um, we're on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, the handle is at SFC Local. Great. Well, thank you both for joining. Uh, I think it's it's been a great conference, kind of meeting with everybody. And uh, thank you both for your insights. I, I, I really do think this is a, a great kind of stable, if you work it around a little, right, uh, you know, the right way, a stable market for farmers um, and really kind of uh, strengthens those uh, ties to the community as well. So but thank you both for coming on. And thank you. Uh, yeah, we'll thank you. See you all again soon. All right. You can find other episodes of ATRA, Voices from the Field, along with ATRA's other sustainable agriculture resources at www.atra.ncat.org. That's www.attra.ncat.org.